It is the third week, the third week of our message series called Things Jesus Never Said. Jesus never said things like, this life is the end. We talked about that on Easter Sunday. Last week, we talked about Jesus never said, hey, you get what you deserve. He never said that. Jesus didn't say you won't have bad days either. You can find all of these homilies on our website at saintmary.life if you want to review them. These things are things that our culture may indeed say, but not only did Jesus not say them, he showed us how we can know that these things are not true and live great and happy lives. Something else Jesus never said is, hey folks, just take it easy. Stay inside your comfort zone. Everything's cool. Let's explore what he does say. Toward the end of the gospel today, we hear Jesus speaking with Peter. Remember, Peter had denied him three times. Denied even knowing Jesus three times, right before he was crucified. Now Jesus goes out of his way to clear the air between himself and Peter. He doesn't want to leave this earth without making sure Peter knows that he is forgiven and that he has a place for Peter. Jesus also gives the rest of us great insight here. He gives us insight as to what those who proclaim to love him must do. Like Peter, if we are to say, yes, Lord, yes, you, you know that I love you. Jesus tells us as well, feed my sheep. Notice he doesn't tell Peter, I forgive you. Now just go ahead and stay inside your comfort zone of life. Just go fishing and act like you never experienced me. No, he doesn't say that. As a matter of fact, that's exactly what the disciples are doing, right? Peter gathers the fellas together and he says, well, I'm paraphrasing, of course. I guess we really don't know what to do now. So let's go fishing. That's what it says in the beginning of the gospel. He gathers the guys together and says, let's go fishing. No, Jesus doesn't let him get away with that. He calls him to action. He calls him to place his love and his faith into action. He tells him, put your love and your faith into action by feeding my sheep. As Christians, Jesus calls all of us into action, action to what accompany our faith. Without action, our faith is lifeless, our faith is dead. It tells us in the book of James. Action that accompanies our faith gives meaning and purpose to our Christian lives. So let's be people who take Jesus's words seriously. Maybe you're thinking, well, I take Jesus's words seriously, but what is this feed my sheep business? Well, the lamb and the sheep Jesus refers to are all of God's people, whether those people are members of the church or not. Jesus is our chief shepherd, caring for all of his followers, as well as those who don't follow him, the lost, as we call them. Jesus invited Peter and all of his disciples, that's us, his disciples, to take part in caring for these same sheep. Feed my sheep means much more than give them food. It's referring to the work of a shepherd, which is to nurture, care for the sheep, feed them. But when he's talking about human beings, he's talking about nurturing others, caring for others, 
feeding believers and the lost with spiritual food. Yes, we're called to protect those who are in the church, but we're also called to go out and seek the lost sheep who are out there in the world. Those who've given up on church, given up on Christ, or for whatever reason, never really got involved with Christ or church or never heard of him. Those people still exist too, believe it or not. Jesus gives Peter this charge to show he had absolute trust in Peter's ability to lead his church. He forgives Peter and entrusts him and commissions him to take part in the most important work on earth. The great news for you and I is that we too, you and I are included in that trust and commission. Jesus trusts you and commissions you to go forth. He does not say to you, it's okay to be content with the status quo, just stay inside your comfort zone and pretend everything's all right. Maybe you're thinking that feeding others spiritually and ministering people is the priest's job. You know, we live here in the South, obviously, uh, and quite often when we ask somebody how they're doing or something like that, they'll say, I'm blessed. Or they may even volunteer that. Say, I'm blessed today. How about you? That's beautiful. But it's only the first part of a longer expression that's much more common in church parlance. Maybe just in our culture today, we like to cut things short. The, The full saying goes, I am blessed to be a blessing. I'm blessed to be a blessing. I'm given faith, I'm given life, I'm given grace. Why? To share it with others, to share that gift of blessing. I'm blessed to be a blessing. Ministering to people and feeding others spiritually is not just the priest's job. We're all blessed to be a blessing to others. And I remind you that the Catholic Church, the Catholic Church teaches by baptism, you share in the priesthood of Jesus Christ. By baptism, you're joined to Christ and share in his threefold mission as priest, prophet, and king. He co-missions you. That means we're all called to join him in his mission. The clergy cannot possibly minister to everyone. We've designed a way here in our parish, a way that you can minister to one another and help Jesus feed his sheep. It's small groups. Small groups are our way of ministering to one another. It's our parish's way of helping you to feed one another and to invite those who may have wandered away to come and join you in a safe, small group environment for friendly conversation and faith sharing. It would be impossible for me and our staff, however large our staff may grow, to provide all of the support, the assistance, the attention, and the encouragement that all of you need from time to time. And we want to make sure that you have when you need it. But in a healthy church, the pastor, the associate pastor, the deacons, or the pastor's staff shouldn't be supplying you with that care. That's not what Jesus teaches us. It's not what the church teaches us. We should be doing that for one another. Jesus tells us very clearly, love God and your neighbor. Feed my sheep the Lord tells you. Small groups are our plan, our delivery system, if you will, to make that happen and to help you care for one another. Through the years, we've heard many stories from people who have benefited from the support of a small group right here at St. Mary Parish. We provide you with the resources. 
We provide you with the resources and the materials that you need for your small group. Our primary resource at this time is our homily study guide, which is designed for small group discussion, and you can always find it on our website, which is again, saintmary.life. With our homily study guide, we're providing you for a way to share the Word of God, to discuss the Word of God, and explore its deeper relevance in your life. We use the Word of God found in the Bible to feed our spirit, and we use it to help feed other people's spirits. Of course, it's very important to nourish our spirit, and the Bible is one of our tools for that. You know, people who work have tools, right? Farmers have tools, doctors have tools, carpenters have tools. And the more they use their tools, the more we use our tools, the more adept we become at using them. The Bible is such a tool, but it's like a hammer in that it's a useless tool unless you pick it up and use it and learn how to use it better and better. You can use your tools. And the better you can use your tools, the better you can do your work. Small groups using our homily study guide and scripture will help you become more familiar with the Bible and its application to your everyday life. Healthy spiritual growth is a relational process. It does not happen in isolation. Small groups provide you with the opportunity for all of you to respond to the conversation that the priest will kickstart here every Sunday in our homily then you respond in a relational way with each other. You keep the Sunday conversation going. We call that one church, one message. We proclaim one message here on Sunday, and as church, we take that message out into the world and discuss it with one another and pull other people into that conversation, keeping the Sunday conversation alive during the week. That conversation, these relationships, can change people's minds. They can change people's hearts, and they can change people's lives. That can change your life in a beautiful, positive way. Old problems can be solved, new directions can be taken, and fresh habits can be formed. In these ways, you help Jesus feed his sheep, and you yourself are fed. When I die, well, let me ask you this. When you die, what do you want to hear God say? Think about that. When I die, I want to hear God say, well done, good and faithful servant. How about you? Jesus never said, hey, just take it easy and hang out, stay inside your comfort zone. He said, feed my sheep. How are you doing with that? <laughs>